Hello, friends. I'm Carrie Ann with Salty and Bright. And on this featured Friday, I have a wonderful guest with me. I have known this guest for over 20 years. I know <laughs> you would think I knew her as a baby, right? Just kidding. But I've known her for a while and she is a very good friend of mine. And I'm introducing to you Pastor Lisa Porter. Lisa Porter has been saved over 22 years. She has been a past student of the Christian Outreach Ministry Evangelism Study Center Bible School and is a worshiper who loves the Lord with all her heart and works for him passionately. She has been an ordained minister since November of 2007. Pastor Porter is also a past student of the University of Technology and former educator. She loves young people and is always encouraging them to love and serve the Lord. She's also the CEO and owner of Consecrated Footwear. Pastor Porter has preached, ministered locally and internationally. She is often called to serve as Master of Ceremonies and is a keynote speaker at seminars, conventions, concerts, and workshops, and is also actively engaged in mentoring and counseling. She was commissioned as Justice of the Peace in Jamaica in October 2021. Pastor Porter believes in advancing the kingdom of God, and therefore, whatever she does is always for and to the glory of God. One of the scriptures that guides her life is Psalm 138, verse 8, which reads, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. So, welcome, Lisa. Thank you for joining us on today's Featured Friday. And I know we have an exciting topic for our viewers. So welcome our guests. Thank you. So happy to have you. <laughs> We're going to be discussing an exciting book in the Bible. It's one of those books that I like to say, you don't see the huge miraculous in this particular book, but God's fingerprints are all over it. We will be discussing the book of Ruth. And so at this point, I will hand over to Pastor Lisa Porter to walk us through this very important book. Hi, good evening, everyone. It is a pleasure to be on Carrie's platform, of course, to, to minister the word of God. Yes. And I sure hope that you're able to glean from it tonight or today, when, whenever time you get to see this video, and that you will be blessed by it. All right. So we will be looking at this uh, very incredible character, and it is uh, the book of Ruth. And with this lady, I want to also make uh, this uh, make it absolutely clear that the word God is not ever found in the four chapters of Ruth, but you can see the guided hand of God directing Ruth's path, directing Nehomi's path throughout it. So. We can see it throughout the life to the stories from chapter one to the story life of chapter one to chapter four that God was behind everything. And you know, one thing that is quite popular is that in, in well, in Jamaica where I live, and I'm sure even on the gospel frontier, you hear a lot of single ladies say, Lord, I can't wait to find my boys. Some people have said brokers and all sorts of synonyms to the boys because it is synonymous with the fact that it, it tells the story of how a woman should be seen or make herself be seen or, or noticed by, by a man. And 
we see whereby the story of Ruth started off with Nehomi and Elkanah, whereas they, there was a famine in the land. So they were Jews. So they left Bethlehem, the house of bread, to go into Moab, which is a heathen country. And we would say that, because uh, we know then, let me make it clear. We know that the Jews should not mix with any heathen nation or anything like that. So it was not acceptable. But because of food in those times when they are family, they would allow like refugees to come over to another country. They yes. would not come into the town. They would live on the outskirts of the town in order to, to, to get bread or to eat and all of that. So the situation for Naomi was as such. So they were not so integrated into the culture. It's just that they were refugees and, you know, they took refuge in Moab. Yes. They went there. And the word of God says she went with her children and all of that sons. And they married. The sons married. We marry women from the Moab tribe. Yes. And we know that the Bible speaks clearly to us that, you know, we should not, they should not be intermarrying with other nations. The Jews were not allowed to do that. Yes. But God allowed this to happen yes. for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And if those of us, I'm going to jump ahead of myself a bit. If those of us would understand that, uh, Ruth formed a part of the lineage of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, you may say, but she is not a Jew. She's not a Christian. And how is it that God would have her, you know, to be a part of his lineage? Yes. But this is how God does. He takes uh, the unorthodox to yes. prove his greatness and to prove that he is sovereign in all things, which is why you and I we cannot write off anyone. Yes. It's not within our right to. So we see where the story developed. And these men, they got married to the Moabite ladies, Ruth and Orpha. And, but look at this. They did not have any children. No children was produced. No, none of them produced children. It so happened that that, that that died. All right. So Naomi became a widow. Just walking through the story. And then afterwards, the sons died. So now... The male figure was used in the family to help to be the breadwinner and they were supposed to be the covering of the women. So yeah. now Naomi was a widow, so her sons would be the ones to take care of her. Yes. Life happened and her sons died. So Naomi was left alone, one. And number two, she was not from that country. So it, it clearly would put her in a very sticky situation mm -hmm. because then they would have no obligation to her because remember, she would have left the place that she was born and then moved over to Moab. However, as the story developed, we recognize now that Naomi was sad. She lost her husband. She went to start a better life. Things never work out. Her sons died. And now she has two uh, daughters-in-law, mm -hmm. you know, working with and all of that. So Naomi decided to go home. While they were traveling a bit, you recognize that the daughter, the daughter-in-law said they wanted to go with Naomi. Yes. And it must have been a case where Naomi was of such a woman of God, a woman of worth, a woman of strong, strong character or strength that would propel Arthur and Ruth to want to dig up their roots yes. to go with Naomi. Something good must be about this mother-in-law. So you know that the thing when I say about mother-in-law is you know love them and all of that. Naomi, it was proof. Naomi was not such, she wasn't that type of mother-in-law. They loved her. Yes. 
And she looked at them while they were traveling and she paused and she said, daughters, hear what's going to happen. Word speaking, it's unfair. You need to go back yeah. because even if I have another child, are you going to sit around and wait for that child to come? I think you need to go back to your father's house. He said to, to them, go back to your father's house. Pre-adventure, you will get a husband and things will work out for you. Yes. A lot of persons not Arthur for turning back. I love Arthur. Yes. And we want to also understand that in our journey, in our life's journey, there are persons who will not be able to go with us all the way. Yes. At some point or the other, the season will end. Yes. Their part in the spirit is over. Yes. So this was the time of the, the part of the story where Orpha would exit the screen. And it's not a case that she didn't love Naomi. She loved her because she followed her to a point. As yes. you will watch, read it in chapter one. But when Naomi said to her, all right, go back, go back. Orpha thought about it. And then she decided that, all right, I am going to go back. Yes. Why and people beat her up and say, oh, she's so disloyal and all oh, root is loyal. It was time for Orpha yes. to move on. Yes. Because this part of the story, though, was not about the two, but it was about Ruth. This is where we would see Ruth now coming into our own, yes. coming into purpose. But we as human beings, we want to take everyone with us when it is not in the will of God for everyone to go with us. Yes. So I want us to understand that yes. when it is time to let people go, we want to just let it hard. Yes. It may seem unfair, yes. but we must get to a place that when it's time to let go, we move on. Yes. True. yes. <laughs> you know, that hit differently when you said that today. I've I've always heard people beat on Orpa. They've always said, oh, she didn't stay with them and she wasn't as nice as Ruth. But you know what? She really loved Naomi. It broke her heart that she had to leave Naomi. She was right. crying. They were all together crying. They didn't want to leave Naomi. But the thought of going to a different nation where there would be no love for her. How is she going to sustain herself? She's weighing right. the pros and the cons of her life. And the pro said, it would be better for me to go back to my father's house and see how it could work out for me there. And mm -hmm. yeah, we do we do beat up on Orpa, but it was not for her to go. So thank you. Thank you for showing that to us, that we, we don't need to hold on to people who are not in the next chapter of our story. We can let them go and not be mad at them. We can let them go with joy because their part in the story has ended and we're moving on into the next chapter. Oh right. my goodness, that, that was good. <laughs> that was good. God, so true. And you know what I want to understand? Look at it. Naomi, after Orf Orpha left, uh, Naomi persisted in chapter one. Look what she said. She said to her, Surely we will return unto thy people. Then she, I'm reading from chapter one. Yes. I'm reading from Ruth, chapter one. Yes. And then she turned to, to Ruth in chapter 15. Yes. So we realized that Naomi was insistent for them to leave. Yes. But you should know the person who is your destiny helper. Yes. We have to know the person who God has ordained to take us into our next season, to mm. take us into the place of promise. Yes. That even though Naomi was saying to our Jamaican Ireland, I know I may be minister to people from other countries. I mean, yes. one where you go, move <laughs> on, yes. leave run well it, and we and it, the language when we go back to the text the language was very strong yes. she strongly asked her to go yes. but naomi she digged in and she said mother Ruth, Ruth, and yeah. that's when the popular pledge 
was made to Naomi. Yes. And this brings me to this little part now. This was the part where Ruth, R-U-T-H. Yes. Yes. Root became a root, R-U-T-H, with roots, R-O-O-T-S. So this root, she had, she dig up her roots from Moab. And in this, in this thing that is quite popular that I'll run into quickly. Yeah. She did, she got up new roots, she dig down more roots, she sink in the top, the top root. Hear yeah. what she said to Naomi. A covenant. So root had roots now. Hear what she said. Entreat me not to leave you, mother. Hear what she said. Nor to return from following after you. I am not going back, mother. Mm. I refuse to go back. So yeah. she's going to say, entreat me not to leave thee. She's saying, mother, let's not talk about this any further because yes. I am not going. Yes. Entreat me. Don't ask me to leave you anymore. Yes. Don't ask me to move on. Hear the covenant that Ruth made. She said, for whither thou goest, I will go. I am following you wherever you go, Naomi. Yes. Me, the PP, blah, blah. Oh. I right behind you so yes. she covenanted with her that wherever she went she's going with her look and wherever thou lodges wherever you live so she decided that wherever Naomi is taking up residence yes. she is going to take up residence this is i'm mm. showing you the strength of the covenant that root made with naomi she yes. went as far as she said your people so as of today i am not a moabite yes. i become a part of your people your people Yes. shall be my people i taking on your identity yes. i taking on my my citizenship is now of your country i am yes. now a part of your country i am now practicing you look out i know remember root came from a heathen nation yes. they don't worship yes. god at all Hear yes. what she went as far so she decided to say wherever you're going i'm going she yes. moved our location wherever your people shall be my people. Mm -hmm. She found a home wherever the lodges I will lodge. That's where she's dwelling. She found that dwelling. She took up roots right there. So that's why I become roots with roots. Your people. She took up a new nationality. Your people shall be my people. And then hear what the sweet part of the young lady said. And your God. Yes. I'm taking on Jehovah. I'm taking on Yahweh. I'm yes. taking the God where you serve because I trust the God in you. I yes. trust the God that they owe me serving. Mm -hmm. That your God is going to be my God. Yes. So no root had roots. Yes. So yes. she was no longer a Moabite. She yes. automatically by that covenant became a part of the citizenship of, of, of wherever Naomi was from. Yes. Look out look on the strength of that something that she, look at what she said. Wherever you die, you know, that's where I am going to die. That means I'm not leaving you. So yeah. when it's your time to die, if you die in Bethlehem, that's where I'm going to die. Yeah. Wherever you die, Naomi, I'm going to be that. I'm going to die there. Hear what she said now. And wherever you will be buried, I am just going to be there too. <laughs> I'm going to be buried there. And normally when persons look at it, it was the practice of that day. So we realized that this leaving a foreign and coming to Jamaica to be buried because this is where you live. It was the practice of that day that wherever you come from, whichever country you are born in, that's mm -hmm. where you should be carried to be buried. Yes, yes, yes. Wherever the family lineage, this is why Joseph said to his son, hear what? Whenever you reach the promised land, yes. come for my bones. Because that was their permanent residence. Yes. So this root said to her, mom, wherever you bury, that's where I will bury. Yes. And hear what? Hear the last part of the covenant. If art but death 
So it's like till death do, do us part. Yeah. Till death <laughs> do us part. So the only thing that is going to move you from from me, mommy, mm. is death. Yes. Because you sometimes the persons who God has ordained for us to yeah. take us to the next level, they will refuse us. They yeah. will push us aside. But okay. you have to know that, say, for instance, Carrie, yeah. you are my destiny helper. Yeah. And I am not leaving you no matter how you treat me, no matter what you do, because there's something in you. My blessing is wrapped up in you. Yeah. My next level is wrapped up in you. My purpose is wrapped up in you, whoever that you is, yes, yes. have to get to a place that you understand mm -hmm. that because you're going to the next level, your next level of purpose, of victory, of, of breakthrough, that there are times that not one person yes. may push us aside. Yes. Uh, what wow. if Elisha didn't decide to decide, say, all right, I'm going to follow after this man. Yes. And all he said to him, um, just give me a time, let me go make a sacrifice, kill the oxen and come back. And he gave him leave. What if Ruth had turned back? Why we would not have a Jesus here, man? Come on, somebody. Men are like, oh, she treat me. Look how I've been good to her. I should get up in our feelings and war with ourselves. <laughs> but Ruth, and I want us to see in chapter two quickly. Ruth, there are a couple of things about her. So yeah. after Ruth became Ruth with Ruth, R U T H, yes. to R O O T S. Yes. In chapter two, Oh, before I run to chapter two, let me finish up chapter one. Yes. When Naomi went back, so, so Naomi had to give up and say, all right, then, all right, come. Yes. When Naomi went there, Naomi's name, it speaks to happiness. Yes. Right? Pleasant. And it speaks to life. Yes. Right? Yes. Precious, pleasant. That's yes. what it speaks to. Yes. And when she got there, here Naomi announcing over her life, call me not Naomi. Look, the town was happy to see her. Yes. The town celebrated her because hear what they said unto her. And they went, and when they came to Bethlehem, all the city was moved about them. And they said, Is this Naomi? Let them say, Naomi, come back. <laughs> Excitement and all of that. And hear what Naomi announced over her life. Call me not Naomi. Yes. But call me Mara because the Lord has dealt with me bitterly. Because Naomi was just looking at the physical. Yeah. And I can't blame Naomi for saying that. Yes. Because she lost her husband to make a better life. Yeah. She lost her sons. Mm -hmm. She didn't have any grandchildren to come home with to say they would continue the lineage yeah. and continue, you know, the family lineage. That yeah. was not so. Yeah. So she came back as a widow. So now as a widow, she would have to be taken care of mm -hmm. by the nearest kingsman, by the nearest person in her family, but in normally in her husband's family. So that person would have, so she was saying, don't call me that. Yeah. And Naomi returned and Ruth the Moabite is her daughter-in-law, which returned from the country of Moab and they came to Bethlehem, the beginning of barley harvest. Now the fact that the word of God referred that it was barley harvest, that means that there was a change in season. Yes. So they came at a time when God had made the provision. Mm -hmm. So we want to understand that, as I said, you're not going to hear the word all the time. Your God will be my God. That's what you heard. But there was no mention that God is, is in it. Yes. But you yes. can see very quietly that yes. God was orchestrating yes. things. Yes. Now, ten, let I make this absolutely clear. Mm -hmm. Naomi had to go to Moab. Yes. Because if Naomi did not go to Moab, where would our would Ruth come in? Somebody <laughs> told me. Yes. So, a bit upset. Oh, she should have left her country. She yes. should have gone back. Yes. She should have. 
And she should who tell who tell her her and her husband to go to Moab is who tell them to leave and why they gone over there and look look how trouble take her over there. All of it was orchestrated. All God allowed all of these things so that Ruth could get to be a part of the family. Yes, exactly. Yes, because God wanted to bring Ruth had to come to Bethlehem, yes. and the only way Ruth could come to Bethlehem was that Naomi had to go over there. Yes, and Ruth, remember. If look at it, I want you to us to see the hand I got you know. If Ruth had children over there, they're not coming back to Bethlehem. Yes, that's true. That's true. But God closed up Ruth's womb. They yes. didn't have any children. The sons yes. died, and there was no children there. Yes. So the womb of Ruth was closed, yes. ordained by God. Because yes. God said, Come here, baby girl, you had to find your way. Yes. to Bethlehem. Yes. So God, at times, I want us to understand, sometimes persons will question you leaving a location and have to go back to it. But sometimes it seems unorthodox, but yes. God does it because he has a divine plan in yes. mind. Amen. I always say God is always up to something. Yes. He's yes. always up to something. Yes. So we run on now to, to chapter two. Yes. And Naomi had a kingsman, a mighty man of wealth. So kingsman means a family member. He was a member yes. of the family. Yes. And he was a family of her husband, Eliminek. And his name was Boaz. Yes. So now we see that Naomi was going to teach the younger woman now, <laughs> this is how you get seen by a man. <laughs> so I want you to understand, ladies, all of us as a root, we need a Naomi. Yes. We need an older woman who will guide us who will take us through the rudiments of life, who can tell us the right and the wrongs. So if you are a root, go find your Naomi. Yeah. There is a Naomi out there for you. Because what these women would be, they are women of experience. Mm -hmm. And remember, Ruth did not know the culture Thank of Naomi when it came to that aspect. Yes. So Naomi now had to teach her, yes. this is how we do it over here. Yes. Yes. And we understand that the Jews were people of protocol. They were persons of principle. And there was a way in which things were to be done. Yes. So we understand. So this is where this, the story gets sweeter. Hey, friend. It's so good to have you here. Go ahead and like the video. Share it with your friends. And comment. Thanks. And, and Ruth said, said unto Naomi, let me go now to the field and glean after him. In whose sight I shall find what? Grace. Yes. And she said... Go, my daughter. So she gave her her permission. She gave her consent to go. Yes. yes. In chapter two, there are a couple of things that came out um, that stands out for Ruth. Yes. Ruth was humble. Yes. She was submissive. Yes. She had a good heart. She was industrious. And she was respectful. I want us to understand that. And we're going to see as the story unfolds. And she went in chapter two, chapter two, verse three. She went and came and gleaned in the light after the reapers and, and the field and the part of the field belonging to Boaz, which was of the kindred of Elimelech. And the Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto his reapers, the Lord be with thee. And, that, and they answered him, the Lord bless thee. So we realize that Boaz was a his, 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 his staff, his servants, they had respect for him. Yes. And the fact that she went directly to his field to glean, mm -hmm. it speaks to the fact that it is it would be his right to protect her because yes. she was a foreigner. 
if she clean it up, feel like she should not, they could have her as a slave, they could rape her, she could be molested because yeah. she would not, because they would have known that she is not from Bethlehem. Yeah. So she would be susceptible to being treated badly, right? Yes. Because yes. she would be a slave. Mm -hmm. Now, in those days, the widows, they would, when, when the reapers are gleaning in a field, there yeah. were four corners to the field. Yes. But they would, the reapers would not take up everything. They would leave some at the corners for the poor and the widow to take up as they go along. So is this is where Ruth was gleaning. Ruth was gleaning at the corners where the gleaners, they would, she would pick up the refuse, whatever is left back. Yes. They would leave, leave it for them. It was the custom of the Jews to do that. They, were, yes. they had to leave for the poor and the widows. Yes. Because remember the word of God also informs us that God would, Jesus would say to them, remember to feed the widows and the orphans and the poor. When Boaz came on the scene now, Boaz asked, whose damsel is this? Who is this girl? Yeah. So she struck his eye. Hey. Something about her. Hey. Something about Ruth. Go ahead. Yes, <laughs> Yes. What I was saying is, I believe it's in either Leviticus or Numbers is where the scripture talks about the instructions of not taking up everything but leaving some for the widows yeah so it's back in scripture where where we see history meeting <laughs> ruth a principle that was set way back then we see it in practice here in in the book of ruth and yes. it's beautiful to me that she caught his eye being a Moabite woman being from a woman of a different custom she probably looked different the way she wore her hair may have been different yes, the way she dressed may have been right. different she, right. she caught his eye because there was something different about her and most people you know when they find out oh this is a Moabite woman it's usually you know they're like oh no I'm not touching that one because they know that rule that they should not intermarry with somebody from a different race but she caught his eye and I just love the way the story goes. He, <laughs> the, God just works all of it out. But remember, yes. even though she's a Moabitess or she was a Moabitess, she, in her heart and in her covenant with Naomi, she is no, she's now a Jew <laughs> based on one marriage to a Jew and now covenant with her mother-in-law. Yes. So we see where God was guiding everything. So, so Brother Boaz had to see Sister Ruth. <laughs> yes, because she was strategically positioned in his field. Yes. In another man's field. So there's sometimes where I wonder, oh, when I meet two boys, maybe we're in the wrong field. Oh. So we need to find our boys' field uh -oh. and go clean over there. <laughs> so that our boys get by us and see us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And then she's, when, when he asks, who is this? And the servants knew who she was. Yes. The servant said to her, she is the daughter in love. She's the Moabitess girl. Naomi's daughter-in-law, she yeah. came and, you know, she's there. She's from out of the country of Moab. Wow, that spurred Boaz's interest. And Boaz said, what? <laughs> and then she, she made conversation and she said, I pray thee, let me glean in thy field. Yes. And he gave her the go-ahead. Yes. And he said to her, do hear what Boaz said to her, don't go anywhere else. Yes. Right here. Take all that you need <laughs> because... In essence, right here is where you belong. Yes. Right? We want to understand this. You cannot own a field until you learn how to work the field. Remember, you know, look, Ruth now became as she was a servant. So she was working her, the field. Yes. And listen, you know, that little days from now, and she would be the owner of the field. So some oh, of us wow. want to own the field, but we don't want to work in the field. You have to be working in this field. 
in order that a couple days from now, Lord Jesus, you will be able to clean, work the field, and you will own the field. Wow. Look, she was industrious. Boaz wow. came there and saw her working. Wow. He saw her working, but some of us, we want to be cute. We want to be on point. Girl, take off all of them cuteness there. I go work the field. <laughs> Let your Boaz see that I can work. I can get my hands dirty. Yes. I can sweat. Yes. Because one day, one day, you're going to own that field. You know how to read. Yes. You know what to pick up. You know when it's good from when it is not. Because hear what? I have done my duty. Yes. I know what it is to be a servant. Yes. And then a little bit from now, she became the owner. Yes. Because by right, her husband is the master. And as his wife, she becomes the owner of the field. So you have to work the field before you can own the field. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and, he, and he said to her, okay. And he told his young men, hear what the instruction he gave to his young men. He said, don't touch her. And here's what you're going to do. You're going to leave extra mm. for her that Favor. she can eat many days. Favor. And look at the humility of, of Ruth. The yeah. word of God said in verse 10, chapter 2, she fell to the ground. Mm. And she bowed and she said to him, why have I found favor in thy sight? Yeah. Thou knowest that I am a stranger. So you see how this young lady was humble. Yeah. You see how submissive she was. Yes. And she realized that this is just favor. This is just grace that she found favor. And he said that he could tell his very servants, leave some extra for her. Yes. And he answered, it had been fully showed me. So yes, he said, was I doing research? He said, it has been fully showed me. All that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law mm. since the death of thy husband. So sometimes we don't understand that God allows us to do some things. To take care of some people. Because here what we're sowing a seed. Yes. And if you believe that that seed is unnoticed. No, Boaz is proof to the fact. That it is not unnoticed. Yes. Because he could tell her that he heard. And mm -hmm. it was brought to my attention. It was shown to me. Yes. All that you have done to your mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. Since the death of your husband. So wow. it was clear that she took care of Naomi. And there was left thy father and mother. There was left. Remember, I said, look at the vow she made. Yes. She disowned her father and mother. She said, he said, you left your father and mother. The land of your nativity. And the word come unto a people which thou knowest not. Yes. So he, this is proof to the fact to what I said before. That she relinquished her Moabite status and became a daughter of Bethlehem. Yes. She became a daughter. He knew. And he said to her, he pronounced a blessing. The Lord recompense thy work. May the Lord pay you for all that you have done. May the Lord pay you for the work that you have done. Mm. As it relates to Naomi. Ruth was beautiful, yes. We would, we would presume yeah. that she was a beautiful girl. Yeah. But it was her work, her work of love, her good heart yes. that spoke for her. Yeah. So sometimes we believe it's okay to be cute. Yes, it's good to be cute. But we, our work speak for us. Our yes. motive, when we do what we do, it should be done with a pure motive. As I wrap up chapter two quickly, and she rose up to glean, and she gleaned, and he let her stay a little bit. And when she was going home, he gave her enough food for 10 days. Wow. For 10 days. So she got enough food. Not only was she able to pick up what she wanted, but he gave her food after she ate at the table. He gave her additional food to yes. go home with, to yes. help feed Naomi. Yes. Yes. And look at this young lady. She just went back home and to show that it was for real. So she wasn't just in it for her husband or just to be there. She meant what she said yes. as it relates to her covenant to Naomi. When she went home, 
she said to her, Mom, you know that things work out. <laughs> you know that I found favor. And Naomi said to her in, in verse 20, Blessed is he the Lord who had not left off of his kindness. Yes. The man that she told her, the man that you went to, the field that you grazed in, or you gleaned in, he is a part of my family. He is next in line. He's the next kinsman. He's a relative of my husband. Yes. I just said, Ruth, it is good that thou go with his maidens, that thou don't meet upon another field, that means she won't be susceptible to hurt. Yeah. And the word of God says in chapter two, as I close up chapter two, she stood by the maidens of Boaz. She yes. gleaned with them. Yes. And each day she went home with an harvest and she dwelt with her mother-in-law. Wow. That is the hand of God. Yes. So she learned the culture and she was respectful and she listened to Naomi. She could have, or she could have said, all right then, me both, I get both attention. I don't need you anymore. No. She dwelt with her mother-in-law. She stayed with her. She ensured that mommy was taken care of yes. because God orchestrated it. So Ruth now had roots. Wow. Yes. Wow. There is just so many nuggets from this beautiful story. Whenever I think of chapter one, chapter two of the book of Ruth, it starts off with a lot of heartache in the first chapter. We see a lot of, there was famine. People had to uproot themselves, go to a foreign nation, they, you know, and then tragedy after tragedy, death of husband, death of sons. You know, it, it, it started off being a drama, a, a real drama. Yes. But there was something <laughs> about, <laughs> yes, oh my goodness. There was something about Naomi though. Her name meant pleasant. Yes, it did. But because of the God she served, there was a light in Naomi. It really struck me that not one, but two of her, her both of her daughters-in-law didn't want to leave her. There was right. something about her, the way she carried herself, the way that she cared for people, the way that she loved people. It right. spoke volumes about who she was. So some of us out here doing our best, loving on people and things happening to us. And why God, why me? <laughs> Right? Things just keep coming, things just keep happening. But God is sovereign. He's working things out for our good. I loved it, Pastor Porter, when you said you cannot write anybody off. We like to write off or say, oh, she mm. left. She didn't want to leave. But like you said, her time in this story was up. Her role was done. God puts people in our in our lives for a season, sometimes for a lifetime. And they have served their purpose. And so we don't need to be dragging them along. They need to go feel, fulfill their purpose somewhere right. else. They, they came, they did what they were supposed to do. And that's the end of that story. So we can't beat her up for going back home. She was not supposed to continue in this story. And perhaps if she had continued, it would have caused difficulty because now you have two more bad women. They have to figure out, you know. Husband for one, husband for two. <laughs> yeah. And what if it's Orphan and I catch Boaz? She did not need to continue. She right, didn't, right. Have, the book is about Ruth. So it's Ruth's story. So Orpah needed to take a step back, go back home so that the star of the story can be born. Because we, we see the story starting off with Naomi and her family. And then we see the, the change into now Ruth saying, look, I'm leaving my family and I'm joining myself with you. And all, everything that she does moving forward is out of love for Naomi, love and respect. And so mm -hmm. she treats her very much like her real mother not a mother-in-law she really takes onto her like her birth mother yeah so we definitely need to recognize people's seasons in our life 
There are people who we're holding on to that we need to let go because their role in that chapter is over. But then there are people also who we need to hold on to that we are running away. We're shooing them. We're telling them, look, you need to go like Naomi pressed on Ruth to leave because Orpah already left. And Ruth is like, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. We have to, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, have that discernment to know who should be staying with us, who should be going, who we should be holding on to, who we should let go and understanding Ruth took on Naomi's identity. So now she's, even though on the outside, she's a Moabitess woman on the inside. She's a Jew. She's a, she's a child of God. And yes, yes. And she pursues her purpose in humility she was submissive and industrious, and that takes her a long way. And she does all of this with love for Naomi. She wants to honor Naomi's culture. She wants to honor Naomi's right. people. She right. she she's under her tutelage, and she is just taking in everything she's supposed to take in. And that that is a beautiful relationship, even between women. A lot of times <clears throat> we see stories of women, and it's usually strive here, strive there. This one can't get along with this one, and this one teasing mm-hmm. this one because. But that's that's not the case. We see a beautiful relationship between two women in this story. And I love that. So we're going to wrap up today's episode and we will continue next week. So make sure you join us next week for the rest of the story. There's more to the story of Ruth. Thank you, Pastor Porter, for taking us through chapter one and chapter two. My pleasure. And we will see you next time. Thanks, friends.